Hello listeners, and welcome back to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where you could describe us as, and Eric, you can fill in the blank here. Uh, choosing our own the cheese. We were saying that as well. Before we recorded, you were saying we were kind of like... Oh, um... The other thing. Uh, shit, what did I say? Oh, Forrest Gump mixed with, um, another thing. I don't remember the things that I you heard say. You heard it here first, listeners. I don't remember stuff. It just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> Go your own way is like a box of chocolates. Right. <laughs> um, who Who is... I, I, I was about to say who is one of the chocolates, but that that's making it sound really Chocolate. wrong. Chocolate? Um, Jen's here. Hi. I am Jen. And Eric, and Eric is I here. I am. I'm not being helpful, but I am here. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm Peter. And you're Hi, here, Peter. the listeners. Thanks for being with us, listeners. Yay. Um, so, Jen, you chose the story? I did choose a story. What story did you choose? I chose A Man to the Slaughter, which is a modern adventure by Chris Zelda and Mickey2000. Nice. It sounds like it could be like a Ooh. Lost Faulkner novel or something. A Man to the yeah. Slaughter? Or Hemingway, one of those guys. I mean, we might have stumbled upon, you know, a, a treasure of literary wonderment. Right? Yeah, this could be like the Lost Harper Lee, but for uh, taciturn turn-of-the-century and mid-century white men writers mm. yeah I think we'll make this assumption going into this story um, mm. because the only description we have going into this is blood guts and gore oh yeah and cows so mm-hmm. so far our theory is holding up pretty well yep <laughs> shall we do it please at least one day when the story actually loads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only oh, one. Oh, no. Oh, no. What if I picked a story that doesn't load? Oh, it loaded fine for me. Am I going to have to read what? it? Because it'll only load for me. <laughs> Maybe because we're all on this site at once, it can't handle that kind of right, traffic. Right, it's freaking out. And we're breaking it. It is in kind of a weird font. Huh. Are you getting like an Why error message, or is it just not doing anything? No, it's, no, just, it's just spinning. Not loading. Oh, weird. I mean, I can read it if that's what needs to happen. It's cool. That oh. might be what needs to happen. You know, I had issues with this. Uh, I'm realizing now, I had issues with this site last time before yeah. we started, and I, there was probably a good half hour or so, or it just wouldn't load any pages, and then eventually sure. it started working again. So I don't know what the deal is it might actually mm. be a traffic thing weird. which seems weird because there's probably never more than 10 people on the site at once right yeah you'd think yeah i mean how many people are logged in doesn't the site tell you actually it says 49 guests and a bunch of people including the cardboard kid hey that's me oh well that's still like less than a hundred yeah. people <laughs> it's like six like... people <laughs> There's no way the website's overloaded over a hundred people. Uh, 
It's so weird. Well, I can do it. Do we just want me to do it? Is that what we're doing? Maybe at least until we, uh, it loads for us. <laughs> if it loads! Over. What if it never <laughs> loads? Well, listeners, you can see... If you want to follow along, you can see if it'll load for you by going to a man to the slaughter on chooseyourstory.com. That's right. Okay, welcome to Sloppy Joe Slaughterhouse, the tour guide says. Here we are cloning cows for meat and research. Hey, here they come now. That's strange. They're on their hind legs and holding axes. That's beautiful. The cows smash into the tour guide. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. With their axes washing the floor and the roof when they get his head off with blood. Then they turn on the tourists. <laughs> suckers. Wait a sec. You are a tourist. What do you do? We can run to the factory gates or we can head for the storage room. Storage. Yeah. Yeah, my instinct says storage room too. I feel like that's the place to build the best tension. Like you run for the factory gates, you get caught by the guards, boom, done. You run to the storage room, you're trapped. And then, you know, stuff has to happen from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? It won't let me click it. <laughs> now you're having issues too. Now I'm having issues too. Oh, what the no. Hell? <laughs> what? No. Maybe if Jen and I close the window, it'll load it for you. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna try and reopen the window. Sorry, everybody. No, if it doesn't work, uses. I'm gonna laugh so hard. What the hell, man? Okay, the regular website isn't loading for me either now. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> shit. It's not, it's not reloading for me. What? What? Oh my gosh. I, I killed us. It's all my fault. I've... Yeah, this is what I was saying. It just stops sometimes. And I'm glad it's not just me. So you know what? I'm going to pick yeah. a different story. Is that going to work? I think it might just be the site. I'm going to pick a different story on ClickHole. Ooh, listener. Oh! Okay. oh, yeah. Let's see if I can make this work. Well, listeners, if you can ever get the other site to work, you can play the rest of A Man to the Slaughter. <laughs> a, a true lost gem of Faulkner slash anyways. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Weird. Alright. Technical difficulties live on Going Wrong Way. Yeah. Alright, so ClickHole wasn't loading on Chrome, so oh. I gotta... Wow, this is... This is great. This is great, guys. Wouldn't it be great if this episode just <laughs> is not a story, we just end up talking about shit the whole time and complaining about the internet, and that's just the whole episode. <laughs> Twelve minutes, done. Right. I know. Just dealing with technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listeners... Now, Back okay, we were... from oh, you got it. not dirty to dirty, how dirty do you want to get? I, I could do pretty dang dirty. Pretty dang dirty? Sure. Yeah. Alright. Or, let's go stupid. So, like, there's dirty or uh, there's stupid? 
I don't like stupid. Like, <laughs> and you know, to be fair, most of the clickhole stories were really in that in that genre. Yeah. Yeah. How about sacrilegious? Sacrilegious sound good? I can do sacrilegious. All right, I think that's the one we're gonna do. All right. This story is called oh, "Welcome to Heaven." Can you become God's favorite? Tell us God on doesn't Facebook. Play favorites. <laughs> he loves all of his creations exactly the same. Oh come on! You know he loves the beautiful ones more. <laughs> it's true. It's true. God's up there all the time, being like, "I know I'm not supposed to, but I like the ones with nice tatas better." Uh, that's why they were gifted. That's right. Come on, click hole. Load. Bastards. <laughs> now, I've been having trouble with whatever this format is of like 10,000 different things that all load in their own I know. little boxes. Like, this shit just does not load correctly I know. for me. That's why I had to resort to Microsoft Edge. Mm. Yeah. And that's the only way I can make this work. Ah, there we go. Okay. You're on the edge of web browsing clearly all right are we all ready all good yes all right heaven the jewel of outer space the gold paved paradise where your dead grandma has yet to make friends former home of babe ruth the big zoo where they keep god you died yesterday in a guillotine accident and because you correctly chose to be a christian during your life you are now being rewarded with eternal glory in the kingdom of God. Good shit. Good shit. So let us enter. You know the tingly sound we have when we go to the next page on this show? Yeah. I think it works pretty well with uh, with heaven. It does. Yeah. That's true. All right. Now we've got this picture of a baby dressed as an angel staring at us. And it says... Welcome to Herman! A small angel screams at you, and I guess our only choice is, don't you mean heaven? <laughs> Alright. Yes, that's what I said. My name is Donner, and I will be your Hermanly host for the next 500 billion years, assisting you with whatever you need while you're acclimating to life inside the pearly gates. I thought it was at the party gates. <laughs> <laughs> Those come after Sorry. the 500 billion years. Party gates. Party gates. All right. So our choices are nice to meet you, Donner, or why only ne the next 500 billion years? I mean, I feel like we should badger our guide with questions. That's what they're there for, right? Always. Yeah. Always. You and Peter? Yes. Also, do you think when you give Bill Gates some cocaine and booze, he turns into party gates? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Also, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, so we ask, why only after the 500 billion years? And because after that, I will enter my chrysalis stage and transform into a pelican. And her choice is yes, of course. Sure. Herman can be a wonderful place, but can it, it can also be a not-so-wonderful place. 
Donner screams as your childhood dog hurtles through the sky behind him, giving you a brief preview of the glories that await. It all depends whether you get on God's good side or his bad side. And so what happens if you get on God's bad side? Well, there are a number of things God could do to you to make your life unpleasant. But if you really get on his bad side, he'll sentence you to live in Judas Bog. That's the fucked up swamp of sadness God invented for Judas because he didn't think hell was a severe enough punishment. It's said that everyone there is constantly flying around jetpack like with the most brutal diarrhea imaginable. And there's no toilet paper, so you have to use a communal Nerf football. And every time you open your mouth there, a sickly old bat flies into your mouth and makes love with your tongue. And then it leaves a clutch of sour eggs on your tongue. And if you try to spit them out, a tiny Tom Hanks in a police uniform runs up and shatters your knees with a bully club. The tiny Tom Hanks is an asshole. He's always hitting you for arbitrary reasons. Every day, Judas Bog is a stupid fiesta of nightmares. I hope you never have to go there. So I guess we've stumbled upon the uh, lost chapter of Dante's um, Inferno. Inferno. Didn't he do a heaven oh one? What was God. the heaven one called? Um, um, something about Dante's paradise. Heaven. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we're so cultured. All right. Then our next... uh, so yeah, that voice plus it's called Paradiso. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paradiso. Yeah, yeah, it's probably Paradiso. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, and what happens if you get on God's good side? Well, for one, he'll let you use his Sonicare toothbrush, which is way better than a normal toothbrush. And sometimes <laughs> he'll take you for a ride in his private golf cart. Let you sit on his lap and pretend to drive. Oh, and sometimes he'll let you watch the personalized episodes of King of the Hill that he made for himself after realizing that he couldn't relate to the original series. I hear they're really good too. That sounds that amazing. sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. I'm on board for God directed King of the Hill episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, it is. But what's really amazing is if you become God's favorite, if God chooses you as his favorite, you get to live in his house with him and basically be a God yourself. He lets you partake in his holy vegetables and sleep with him in his matching sleeping bag. He lets you hold the walkie-talkie that receives all of mankind's prayers. But the coolest part is that he lets you into his private trophy room to look at all his trophies. Truly, there's no greater privilege. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Your voice is going to be gone in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Being God's favorite sounds incredible. I will aspire to this. Hey, speaking of God, here's your ride now to go meet him, says Donner as a tram card piloted by a gorilla pulls up. Good luck. And let me know if you need anything. You can find me in the bathroom toilet of your condo, which is where I live. So we can either hop on the tram or tip Donner five bucks. I feel like we should tip, right? Absolutely. Always tip, kids. This is going to sound like um, like a shameless self-promotion. 
uh, but it's not because I don't really care that we did it. Remember when, like a couple of years ago, when we made that, um, we released that ebook. Yeah, that was Dancing like with the 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 one. Yeah, the ones that we had written and that no one ever bought. Find it on Facebook. <laughs> um, I am just now remembering that there was one I wrote about. What was it about? It was like you're in limbo. Oh, yeah. And you have to, like, relive oh, parts yeah. of your life to, like, skew you either to heaven or hell. This is kind of reminding me of that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot <laughs> There was, like, that. a party, and you had to... Yeah. All right, let's mm. tip the man. Commercial is <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is, but thank you! Says Donner, eating the $5 bill. Awesome. <laughs> Lovely. All right, we hop on the tram. That is not what trams look like. That is a train with airplane wings on it. It sure is. Okay. You get on the tram and start flying through heaven to meet God. You see all sorts of neat stuff through the window, such as a gold-plated CVS and two angels electrocuting a giant squid with their powers. So we can either sit quietly for the remainder of the world the ride or make small talk with the gorilla pilot oh we know what to do always pester. talk to the gorilla yep always, always pester. pester there we go that's my next <laughs> tattoo always pestering with a gorilla on it or just that oh yeah spot? no i should get the gorilla on it people will be like why the gorilla and i'll be like you wouldn't understand yeah are you gonna get the are you gonna get the train plane on there oh i don't know the train i don't know about me. the train plane that could be a uh, tram stamp yeah hmm you ask the gorilla how he likes it in heaven, but he just sits there like an idiot and doesn't say anything. Annoyed, you find an empty beer can on the floor and throw it at the gorilla's head to try to get his attention. Then without saying a word, the gorilla extends his hand back toward you in a manner that suggests he wants to hold your hand. So we hold the gorilla pilot's hand. Oh, I have a feeling this is going to turn poorly. The moment you take the gorilla's hand, you feel a powerful surge of energy explode through your body, and suddenly millions of images and sounds are rapidly flashing through your mind. You see drunk muscular angels blasting you with a fire hose and mocking you for not being as sleek and hairless as them. You see a lion-like beast covered head to toe in gorgeous lips, singing a ballad about how he flew to Earth the morning of 9-11 and put all of your bananas in the North Tower. And how you cried when you saw the footage of them exploding on MSNBC. You see big shot heaven celebrities, James Gandolfini and Steve Irwin, walking down a golden street holding hands. And as they pass you, you he hear Steve yell, Blimey! It's Roddy Dipshit! And they both bust out laughing. Then you hear was unmistakably the voice of God saying, Rodney, you useless moron ape. Pack your bags. I am sending you to live in Judas Bog for the rest of eternity. The gorilla pilot pulls his hand away, and the images stop flashing through your mind. You realize that he has just shown you his memories of heaven, and you understand that his experience has not been a good one. Damn, if that's what it's like to be on God's bad side, then you need to do whatever it takes to make sure he likes you. Put up the privacy window so the gorilla doesn't touch you again, and quietly wait out the rest of the ride. You know, when I had seen that option at the end of this page before we read what happens, I was like, God, what's happening on this page? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now that it has a completely different meaning. All right. The tram pulls up in front of God's house and leaves you at the doorstep. 
Welcome, my child, says the voice that is somehow both loud and quiet, deep and shrill, American sounding and Chinese sounding. Oh, gosh, why didn't I read that first? (laughs) Come in, so I might gaze upon you with my powerful, high quality eyes and sniff you with my wise, deathless snout. The door, front door opens, beckoning you inside. Did we enter? That was American sounding and Chinese sounding. Thank you. Well done. You think the front door is like full of arms and they all make like the beckoning motion at you? Is that what that means? Oh, God. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. We've got a picture of a little baby with angel wings. Imagine it, listeners. Oh, hey there, buddy. How's it going? My name is God. What's your name? Holy shit, it's God. We tell God our name. Yeah, I already knew that. Funny story, but I actually created you out of some clay and toothpicks and shit. So I pretty much know everything there is to know about you. Weird, right? You're at a loss for words. You're excited to be talking to God, but also extremely nervous and a bit paranoid. Because if he knows everything about you, then that probably means he knows about... The time you got drunk and you ran over the mailman with your car and you didn't know what to do with the body. So you just put some stamps on it and shoved it into one of those big metal street corner mailboxes. And nobody discovered the body for months because the guy who normally emptied the mailbox was the guy you killed. And when somebody finally did (laughs) discover him, his corpse was a perfect cube shape because the body had bloated into the mold of the mailbox's rigid 90 degree corners and the poor guy had to be buried in a hollowed out refrigerator since there were no coffins (laughs) that could accommodate his angular dimensions yep I know about that Jesus (laughs) I mean wow yeah I enjoyed that (laughs) whoa did God just read your mind yes I did and for what it worth That mailman was constantly taking my name in vain. So it doesn't bug me that you killed him. That is very cool and gracious of you, Lord. Thank you. So anyway, did you bring me any offerings? Shit, you forgot to bring God an offering. You should have stopped at that CVS on the way over. So I can either confess to God that you forgot to bring an offering or lie to God and say that you did bring an offering, but you left it outside, so you got to run out real quick to grab it. I believe we just established God reads our mind. Yeah. Lying to God is a bad idea. It's a bad plan. I agree. Yeah. I think we should confess. All right. Huh. Says God looking a tiny bit pissed. I mean, that's cool. No worries. Normally people bring me offerings to, you know, demonstrate that they respect me and are grateful I did not send them to hell. But really, it's no big deal. It's not like I sent my only son to die for your sins or anything. I am really sorry about that. Brain fart, you know? Yeah, no, it's totally cool. Don't sweat it. You're probably feeling a bit jet lagged still from transmigrating to the heavenly realm. So it makes sense for you to be a little scatterbrained. Why don't you go to your new home and get some rest, eh? I'm sending you up with some nice digs in this charming little place called Judas Bog. You're gonna love it. 
Ah, fuck, you blew it. Enjoy the afterlife, prick! And then we get shot out of a window by a comically cartoonish catapult, I assume. Oh my. Go to uh, Judas yeah. Bog, your home for all of eternity. Greetings, asshole! My name is Judas, and this is my stupid Bog. God made me come here because I couldn't stop smooching his yummy boy with my cold, stingy lips. Please come close to me so I can smooch you too. Well, here you are in Judas Bog. Seems like it's every bit as miserable as you were told it would be. There's diarrhea everywhere. Tiny Tom Hanks is whacking people with his billy club. And your socks are soaking wet for some reason. <laughs> also, it looks like the only way to get food here is to suck clotted milk from the teat of an old scabby bulldog. This blows. But you better get used to it because you're stuck here for eternity. Anyway, enjoy the smooches, fuckwad. Now, old scabby bulldog, mm. better or worse than weird green sea cows from last oh. Jedi? Ooh. I feel like the scabby is really getting me, right? Like, yeah, the uh, scabby. Ooh. Right? Like, so gross. Even if it's weird gross milk, I just I want to be able to know it's just milk and not scabs mm -hmm. or pus. Isn't pus a good word for pus? Like... It's good. Works. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. really conjures up that particular, like, sort of range of red, or er, whites, yellows, and reds. No, not red. It never really goes red, You're right? You're killing me. Like, green. Like, edges just a little towards green sometimes. It's a good word. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Um, so, the story, it, we can go back to a checkpoint, I guess, which is when God is asking us our name. Let's go for it. Why not? Um, and then we kind of fast forward to the offering question again. So we All lie. Right. So, so we I guess lie. this time we'll lie. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay, cool. Seems like it would make more sense to you to just bring it when you got here. But what do I know? It's not like I'm omniscient or anything. But yeah, if you want to grab out and grab my offering real quick, that would be great. I feel it's so fairly entertaining <laughs> to listen to that voice while I'm looking Chinese at this. I'm Chinese, and I feel space. so racist. <laughs> right. I think you can go more Chinese on it. Oh, I could so go more Chinese. I'm like trying to channel my mother. So <laughs> let's run outside and try to find an offering. You run outside and frantically start looking for an offering to give to God. Luckily, as you're searching, you notice three things hurtling toward through the sky. That might be able to pass his offerings. A vending machine, a TurboTax Premier software bundle, and the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Ooh. I don't know why, but the TurboTax is really standing out to me. Yeah? Let's do it. I don't know why. It's weird and funky, and I love it. All right. I can get behind TurboTax. All right. Go to your own way. It's brought to you by TurboTax. <laughs> Take your tax to the turbo level today. All right. You grab the TurboTax. Chan channel your, channel your, your mother. Yeah, again. channel my mother. Okay. You grab the TurboTax software bundle and bring it to God as an offering. You gotta be shitty me, says God, anger creeping <laughs> into his voice. Seriously? Tax software? What the hell are we supposed to do with this shit? You didn't see any of the Bible about me doing taxes? Come on, God don't do taxes. That nerd shit. You're getting the sense that God doesn't like your offering. I'm not sure why you tried to clown me, bro. You knew this was a junk-ass offering. 
but you gave me anyway. And that's shitty. May I banish you, Judas Bug? Teach you a little something about respect. How'd that sound, huh? <laughs> How's that? What were you trying to say, Eric? That was wonderful, thank you. Oh, uh, also I was terrifying. saying he could like at least give bit. it to Caesar, right? Mm -hmm. Render yeah. unto Caesar what a Caesar is about paying taxes. It's a Bible yeah. joke. Yeah. Her, her. Render unto, render under, uh, unto Caesar turbo That's right. Mm. Help the dude out. That's wow. how those uh, Romans were so efficient. Right. Right. Very efficient tax software. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So we can either grovel before the Lord and beg his mercy or tell God you have another offering for him than run outside and grab Michael Jackson. That one. That one? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I don't think that's going to work for the record, but I I'm willing to do it. Okay. You quickly run outside and grab Michael Jackson, hoping that God will like the King of Pop more than he liked your first offering. Well, holy shit, says God. You got me my own Michael Jackson? Badass, bro. I always wanted one of these. <laughs> Michael Jackson sings as he moonwalks around God's living room. Shamona. That was such a oh, good thing. Cool. He do other things. Yeah. God, <laughs> oh gosh, God exclaims, damn, this often rule, way better than that bullshit you brought me before, dang, you would please me greatly, keep this up, I can see you becoming my favorite in no time, so we can either say nice or sweet. First you have to do the hee hee again, <laughs> oh my god, it's good, I'm impressed. Also, I was totally wrong <laughs> about Michael Jackson being a good offering, I guess. So sorry. Michael Jackson <laughs> turned out to be the best offering. So it turns out. So are we nice right. or sweet people? I'm definitely a nice people. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of a sweet. Oh, man. I feel like it's a little dude where's You my guys car. are nice? I'm definitely a nice. All right. Let's, let's do nice then. Let's see what happens. All right. Nice? Are you kidding me? You go to Judas Swap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, before I say you're on your way... Are there any questions you want to ask me? You can ask whatever you like. No topic off limits. So we can... I still think we should probably right. steer carefully here. We, oh, God. So we can ask, is there life after death? Whose hand is, it, is that holding you up in the air? Did my dad go to heaven when he died? Or when is your birthday? I really want to ask when is your birthday. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> I really want to ask, when is your birthday? Yes. Okay. I have eight birthdays. I'm allowed to have as many birthdays as I want because I am God. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> oh, okay. The hand quit. Right? Like this. Sure. Yeah, sure. Although I'm a little afraid, but okay. Bradley's. Are there any other God. questions you want like to ask me? So. <laughs> oh, my God. Huh. So, is there life after death, or do my dad? I feel like is there life after death is gonna get us some negative points. Cause like we're here, Maybe. right? Mm. I don't know. Do you want to do the yeah. dad one? I'm conflicted on it. Like I, uh, mm. I mean, if we're trying to score points, are we gonna look like compassionate, or are we gonna look like weirdly like sentimental? Cause he does seem God seems a little broy here. God right. is an Asian dude, bro. 
Like he right. got rice, bitch. Like he's in um, um, uh, Animal House, like six. Yeah. Yeah. What would his Animal House name be? Like, what would his frat name be? Oh, oh that's good. I like it. <laughs> uh, so when you started talking about the life after death one, I just clicked on it, assuming we were going that way, mm-hmm. and I can't go back. Um, I, it does not appear to be okay. waiting for death. So I guess we're doing that. Okay, since Peter clicked on it. I went my own way. All right. God sighs deeply and rubs his eyes with exasperation. Yes, yes, it is. Good to know. Anyway, I think that's enough question for now. But thanks again for giving me Michael Jackson. You definitely earned some brownie points with that one. Let me know if you need anything. And don't be a stranger. Adios, Miko. <laughs> oh, excellent. So we say amen. The universal word for signaling that you are done talking to God. Cool. I see what you did there. Fun. <laughs> so we leave God's house. Oh, my God. I cannot do that voice anymore. <laughs> I yeah. think Eric and I will refrain from trying to do yeah. that for I think yeah. I'm the only one allowed to in this group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to do that. All right. <laughs> As you're walking out of God's house, you hear a voice trying to get your attention. <laughs> the voice says, <laughs> Hey, new guy! <laughs> hey, look over here! <laughs> I'm to your right! These fucking games. So do we look to our right or do we look to our left? I feel like this is the audio version of the (laughs) kind of look on your shoulder. Alright. Looks like you figured Oh wait, wait, okay. This is still the voice. (laughs) Looks like you figured out that right is left and left is right in heaven. Good for you. Oh whoa, it's Pope John the Second. Pardon my eavesdropping, but it sounds like things went really well in there. Seems like God really, really likes you. Yeah, I guess so. Did you know that God is a baby? <laughs> Should he have an Italian accent? I, I feel like I'm asking Oh, shoot. Time. Pope, no. Pope John. Pope John was an Italian. Was he? Uh, no. 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 Pope John the Second. Shoot, where out. was he from? While we all look it up. Oh, God, he was from accent. Poland. Oh, easy. <laughs> I don't know how to do a Polish accent. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You could just do what you were doing. I, I could try to make it sound like, I don't know, <laughs> Nazi German. I'm oh. a little afraid of it, but okay. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, I know many things about God because I am his favorite. I live here in his house with him and partake in his holy vegetables. And I intend... To continue partaking in his holy vegetables forever and ever. Because I won't let anyone usurp me as his favorite. So don't get any funny ideas. (laughs) Capish? Oh, God. Living in God's house sounds Uh, really fun. I think perhaps one day I would like to be God's favorite. Or, what does capish mean, your holiness? My Latin's a little rough. Polish is actually, like a Polish accent would probably be closer to like a Dakota accent. Because that's... 
Well, I mean, so they're Swedish, <laughs> but I think that's a little closer to Polish than German is. I don't know. I'm not a linguist. Uh-huh. By which I mean we should... Mm. Right? Let us know. Maybe. You're a linguist. Tell us on Facebook. Which offensive accent, accent should we be using? All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, we can have a poll on the Facebook page. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What does capiche mean? Yeah. All right. It means, do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Specifically about me being God's favorite and how I'd like to continue being God's favorite and how nobody better fuck with this good thing I've got going. Yes, you've made it very clear that being God's favorite is a lot of fun. So much fun, in fact, that it makes me think that perhaps someday I would like to be God's favorite. Ooh. Listen, you little rat. If you knew what was good for you, you wouldn't fuck with me. I am a pope and a goddamn bona fide saint. And no one deserves to sleep next to God in a matching sleeping bag except me. Got it? So stay in your lane, <laughs> fucker, or I will wreck you. Right. I really like these choices we have. So either I watched your funeral on TV or I still can't think of help. I still can't stop thinking about how God is a baby. I was expecting like him to be at baby? least twice that size. I guess so. Like a toddler. <laughs> is a toddler better? What if God was I don't a think toddler it is. or a child? I don't know. Uh, An angry Chinese toddler. Oh no. You don't want yeah, that. That doesn't sound fun. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like I watched your funeral yeah. on TV. I feel like that is... I'm kind of yeah. honestly leaning that way, too. Matching his tone pretty well. All right. Me, too. Yeah. Okay. What going on out there? Shouts God from the other room. <laughs> Pop, I hope you're not being an asshole to our new friend. That would not be very nice. Or mean-like. The Pope shoots you an angry glare, which catches you off guard because you thought you were just making friendly small talk with the guy. You made that very powerful enemy today, says the Pope through gritted Ugh. teeth. I'll be keeping my eye on you. Tell the Pope it was nice meeting him and leave. You step outside and the tram is waiting there to take you to your condo. You take a seat in the back uh, you yes. don't have to be near the gorilla pilot who is crying our higher Red social status instincts are already kicking in you have to ignore <laughs> the suffering of the peasants Mm-hmm. that's correct <laughs> so wait does the grill live in judas's bog or does he is he like i think he does always driving the tram it's it's his he job lives in the bog and drives the tram so he does both. Because I was yeah. going to say, if, if it's your job to forever drive the train, it's not so bad. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Your ass might get tired. Mm. All right. You arrive at your condo, and the place fucking rules. There's rich people shit everywhere, and the couches are so soft that they feel like they're upholstered with that structured skin from puppies' bellies. A fact you later yeah. confirm by checking the tag on one of the cushions. Puppy pillows. Welcome to your new home! You hear a voice call out from the bathroom. Go see who's talking oh. to you. I forgot. It's your heavenly host, Donner! 
So we can either say hi to Donner or maybe Donner likes being urinated on. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, he's hanging out in the toilet. I mean, right? I that is the place you would hang out. <laughs> You're totally correct. Mm-hmm. If you liked being urinated on, it's you would the natural hang out place. In the to- toilet bowl. I would think. In the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, it sounds like we're going that way. All right. It's irrevocable. I I'm clicking on it. All right. You hold down your pants and try to blast Donner with hot piss, but nothing comes out. Hi, you silly goose! Donner laughs. There's no pissing or shitting in Herman! Your celestial body doesn't produce any waste! Then, so we can either ask them why are there toilets, or we can keep trying to piss on Donner. Um, I can't imagine that trying more is going to work. It's probably not. All right. Let's ask. Then why are there toilets? Because how else would you flush meatballs down to the sewer cherubs? Sewer cherubs? Okay. Yeah, makes sense. But I mean, they'd just be like... Sewer cherubs. I mean, they'd just be in pipes full of clean water and meatballs, right? Like, if you don't produce any waste... Mm. And so far, like, there's not been anything that could really get us dirty. So we'd, like take pleasing perfectly temperate showers that would be the only water in the sewers and meatballs do you like flush pasta down yeah. there every once in a while yum <laughs> I believe that's it's called gray water so alright rigatoni <laughs> bathtub not a phrase I thought I'd say today Sorry, Jack. Keep going. <laughs> I tell you what. You must have made a great first impression with God because he set you up with one of the nicest condoms in all of Herman! Exclaims Donner, giddily splashing around in the toilet water. And he even left you a personalized gift basket in the kitchen! Wow. Wow, we! I gotta say, I'm really excited to be living here with you. I hope that we got best friends. You close the toilet lid on Donner, so you don't have to talk to him anymore. You're much more interested in checking out this gift basket that God left you. Let's go check out the gift basket. You go to the kitchen and find the gift basket from God. It has 30 eggs and some paper clips in it. Also, there's a handwritten note tucked inside. So we can read the note from God. Alright, you want me to read this letter in God's voice? It's, that seems appropriate. Alright. Okay. Hi, buddy! Here's a little housewarming gift to welcome you to your new condo. I picked out all the eggs and paper clips myself, so I hope you liked them. I know you probably took a out from dying yesterday and having your soul transmigrate to heaven. But if you're feeling up for it, I'm having some guys over tonight to watch Key of the Hill and love for you to stop by. The fun starts at 7 o'clock sharp. Hope to see you there. Your creator, God. P.S. If you like to get some different egg than the one I gave you, <laughs> I left gift receipt at the oh, bottom of basket. Eggs. Mm. eggs wow a personal invitation to hang out with god 
Seems like he really likes you. Maybe if you keep building a rapport with him, you can eventually become his favorite. It occurs to you, though, that you don't really know a whole lot about him, and you're not sure what you can do to make him like you more, so we can either ask Donner for advice on how to impress God, or consult Yahoo Answers lie, for invi- like advice on how to impress God. Yahoo Answers advice. Like, just giving really bad advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in this story. You're talking story. about in general in life or only in this story? In this story. I feel like the Pope in real life probably has You don't people think the Pope that? in real life has poisoned Yahoo Answers? I'm pretty sure the Pope did not <laughs> write all, like, the Pregante shit. No. Please tell me you guys have seen that. What? Am I pregnant? Am I? Oh, that yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he did. Mm. He is Italian after all. Oh my. Um. So are we? Are we going to ask Donner for advice? Well, then that's the way I'm leaning. If the Pope has poisoned, maybe Yahoo answers. Think, think Donner's our bud. All right. It's just a toilet in a way. Mm-hmm. Another phrase I didn't think I was <laughs> You go to the toilet and ask Donna for some pointers on how to make God like you more. If you really want to win God over, there are three things you must do. One, you need to make him feel funny. Two, you need to show him that you can remain strong in the face of great temptation. And three... You need to show him that you're willing to make an extraordinary sacrifice for him. History shows if you can succeed in doing these three things, God will bestow his favor on you. Laugh at God's jokes, resist temptation, make a big sacrifice. Got it. Trying to remember those in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say so we can either internalize right? Donner's He's advice or give him a tip. Pip seems, yeah. Yeah, he did just need yeah. it last time, so maybe. Seems yeah, I'm useless. good with not giving. Him I'm good tip. with not giving him another tip. All right, so you've got a few hours to kill before you're supposed to go hang out with God. What do you want to do in the meantime? Do you want to go explore heaven or quietly march in place? Are we? S- are we suddenly wind up? <laughs> That's what says. Maybe. <laughs> so, this might be completely dumb. Part of my concern is if we go explore heaven, like, what if right. we get lost or tied up in something and then we're late? What if the Pope gets us? Yeah. You have I a I wouldn't point. want to be late to God's party because then we would be in trouble. Mm. Let's give it a shot. So, shall we march in place? Alright. You quietly march in place for three hours and have a nice time doing it. It's nearly seven o'clock when you finish, which means you should probably head over to God's house. So we go to God's house. Yeah, that worked out nicely. You take the gorilla tram over to God's house to watch King of the Hill. Hey, buddy! Come on in! You hear God say, I'm firing the old blueberry now! (laughs) <laughs> you go inside. Such a weird <laughs> this fucking baby picture. I know. Yep. <laughs> its face is just so like. Uh. All right, 
The party has arrived! So glad you can make it, but... What do you think of those eggs I sent you? Pretty sweet, right? So... We can say they're wonderful eggs, Lord. You have blessed me greatly. Or we Probably can say, damn good eggs, Father. One. Damn good eggs. Yeah. I would think so. God's kind of thrown us for a loop once or twice, though. Mm. So. Alright. Okay, first one it was. Hey, let he me introduce you to the fellas. Okay. Oh, thank you. Alright. So we got this black guy. With angel wings. Also, right. I should mention he's wearing shades. Like, he's a cool cat. I think you mentioned his features in <laughs> an appropriate order. Yeah? Although, to be fair, I did notice the shades first. <laughs> Alright. This is my friend, Cassiel. A fun fact about Cassiel is he was an archangel who accidentally crashed into Challenger's shuttle... And make it explode. Pretty neat, huh? So we say hi to Castiel. And now we've got this burned white guy lifting weight. And this is my personal trainer, Sneaky Ivan. I call him that because he always sneaky in my house exercise. So we say hi to Sneaky Ivan. Now we got an old dude with no shirt on but a cape and a mask. And yeah. This is from Moses. He led juice out Egypt. Very impressive. Alright. Uh, over by the window, my friend Job. You might know him from Bible. Job and I have the fun thing where I always do the big prank on him. Like destroy his family or ravage his herds with natural disaster. All good fun, right? Right, Job? Jesus. Job nods silently. A single tear rolls down his cheek. So we say hi to Job. <laughs> oh my god. And this here is Dog Guy. I created Dog Guy because I thought it would be a riot to have a half dog, half guy hang out with. And I was right. Dog Guy woofs and does an amusing little tap dance. Nice. So we say hi to Dog Guy. Half dog, half guy. Oh my god. It's like something I would make up. And last, and lastly, here my favorite guy, Pope John Paul II. Although I believe you two have already met. <laughs> the Pope just sits there and stares at you like a dick. Dick Let me say hi to the Pope. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well now that everyone met each other, let's go ahead and watch King of Hill. Now just to clarify, this ain't an episode from the original series, but rather a personalized episode I created to, uh, in order to make the show mo feel more relatable to my own experience as God. Hope you enjoy. God sits down on the couch while, and you and the Pope both race over to try to grab the seat next to him. So we can either trip the Pope so you can beat him to the seat or yank down the Pope's pants so you can hurry over to the seat while he stops to pull his pants back up. Hmm. Always a difficult decision. Trip or pants? Hmm. Pants or trip? I, I'm thinking pants. Uh, I'm worried if we trip the Pope, he's going to fall into the table with the chips and dip or One something. One advantage mm. of pulling down someone's pants is a lot of times it causes such an uproar 
no one really remembers that you did it until it's too late for anyone to do anything about it. Oh my. So, what do you want to do? Yeah. Pants him? Yeah. Alright. As you're both rushing towards the couch, you yank the Pope's pants down, allowing you to grab the seat next to God while he scrambles to pull his pants back up. Nice. As an added bonus, the Pope accidentally lets a little fart squeak out while everyone's looking at him, prompting the whole room to burst out laughing. <laughs> that is incredibly humiliating, snorts God, as the Pope tries his red-faced over to an empty chair on the other side of the room. So we sit back and we enjoy the TV oh, yeah. show. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. <laughs> God hits play on the remote to start the show. The opening credits are pretty much the same as they are in a normal King of the Hill episode, but things get pretty different after that. We open on Hank at Strickland Propane, where there's a big 4th of July sale happening. 5,000 Canaanites converge on the store and declare to Hank that they do not believe propane to be the one true cooking fuel. Then they sacrifice a fattened calf atop a burning altar of chemical briquettes while singing psalms of praise to a false idol. Hank is outraged and says, Bah! His trademark wail of distress. He is so angered by the Canaanites' idolatry that he turns all 5,000 of them into pillars of salt, sparing not even the women and the children. There is a great mourning and gnashing of teeth all through the land. So far, the episode isn't funny. If anything, it's disturbing. But you remember what Donner said about how God really likes it when people make him feel funny. So maybe you should give him some laughs. So we can laugh really loudly at this episode. You laugh loudly, but the Pope laughs even louder, wheezing and slapping his knee in an over-the-top manner. That is so Funny, God, the Pope shrieks. My favorite part is how Hank punishes the Canaanites for their wickedness. Ha ha. What well, thank you. I suppose a pretty fun, hilarious, huh? Says God, clearly pleased by the Pope's flattery. So we can either say, I agree, Lord, it is so funny. Maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen. Or, truly hilarious, Father. You could honestly do comedy full time if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we don't want to piggy we don't want to piggyback on what the Pope is saying. That right? one. That one? Absolutely not. Also, I would be nervous about saying maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen, because he'd be like, Maybe Judas's bog. You go to Job's bog. Or not Job, whatever the fuck it is, Judas's bog. Hmm. You try to top yeah. the floats the Pope's flattery, but God shushes you and points to the TV screen. Silence, he says. Here come best part. Hank, having successfully slain the Canaanites, is now arriving home after a long day's work. However, just as he's about to relax in his recliner and watch some football, he sees something mortifying. Bobby, his only son, is out in the backyard hanging from pink glittery crucifix, wearing a flamboyant tiara of thorns and one of Peggy's dresses. Bwah! Hank cries. Bobby, get down from there before the neighbors see you. But, Dad, I'm just trying to die for their sins, replies Bobby. 
Not dressed like that, you aren't. Go put on a normal crown of thorns and nail yourself to a normal, rugged cross, like the kind you should have learned to make in shop class. We see Boomhauer peeping over the fence, smirking. I'll tell you what, Hank, dangle Bobby, indiscernible pack of indiscernible, looking like indiscernible, dying of old child of Sodom, says Boomhauer, pain playfully ribbing Hank for his son's complained attempt at dying for mankind. Hank, annoyed, proceeds to turn Boomhauer into a pillar of salt. Hmm, this episode's only getting more and more disturbing. But you need to pr keep pretending like it's funny so that God will like you more. So we laugh even harder. You <laughs> laugh even harder than you did before, but so does the Pope. It seems that neither of you is willing to be outlaughed. You each keep laughing louder and louder, trying to overpower one another with sheer volume, to the point where you both sound insane. At first, God seems delighted by all the laughter, but as it escalates, you notice him looking back and forth at you and the Pope with a skeptical expression on his face. So he can either scale back the laughter so as not to overdo it, or really commit to it and laugh even harder. Go absolutely apeshit. Oh, I feel like we want to scale it back? I mean, he's getting skeptical, yeah. right? Or is he like... Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That seems like the one to me. I can kind of see it going either way. Yeah. Alright. Let's scale it back. You ease off the laughter while the Pope continues to laugh with the same maniacal intensity. Unfortunately, God doesn't seem very pleased with your decision. Hey, why do you not laugh no more? God asks you. You were laughing really hard before, but now you're not all of a sudden. Don't you think the whole episode is funny? My instincts betrayed us. Um, oh boy. Yes, of course, Lord. I think it's very... F if very unnatural go to laughing to not laughing in the way you just did. If you actually thought the episode would find you still be laughing like the Pope is, would lead me to believe you'd be insincere when you laughing before. You don't actually think the episode funny. you just laughing to make me like you more. Damn, he figured you out. Yeah, I figured you out. I figured out you shitty friend. As such, I like you to leave so my real friend and I can continue enjoy TV show. Adios, asshole. Yeah, adios, asshole. The perp smirks. Shit, you blew it. You tried to suck up to God to curry his favor, and he exposed you as the in disingenuous goon that you are. Oh, well, at least you still got that badass condo. So at least we didn't get dismissed to right uh, I, it's good to avoid yeah. diarrhea when possible Jesus, please yeah always all right sorry sorry i steered us wrong there at the end <laughs> oh my, my. so we have to go through like the whole yeah i i, I went through the <clears throat> checkpoint so it looks like our good uh da 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 da, da. So now we're going to really commit to it and laugh even harder. I guess so. Alright, so we went absolute apeshit. Okay. You doubled down and laugh even harder, hooting and screaming and violently convulsing on the floor. You laugh so hard that your nose starts bleeding and the capillaries in your eyes burst, filling your field of vision with nothing but blurred shapes and floating purple dots. The Pope, meanwhile, starts laughing entirely and just stares at you. As does everybody else in the room. <laughs> Frankly, everybody seems a little unsettled by your performance. 
Everybody, that is, except God. See, now this guy will get it, says God, impressed how, by how hard you're laughing. He sees the comedic genius in my King of the Hill episodes, unlike my so-called favorite over there, who's barely even chuckle. God scowls at the Pope. He then looks back at you warmly and pats you on the head. You really grow on me, kid. Glad I didn't send you to hell. So we can either say, I'm also glad I'm not in hell, or the Pope is an asshole. I don't even know I how to am. evaluate those two mm. responses. I think the first one is probably safer. I don't want to get too cocky uh, and no. call his favorite no, 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 that might be a good an instinct. asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. After the King of the Hill episode finished, God declares that it's time for everybody to go home. But as people are getting ready to leave, God pulls you aside and says he has something he wants to give you. Open your hat, he says. I got a treat for you. So we open our hand. You open your hand and God gives you a key card of some sort. So you know Garden of Eden? Well, a few years ago, I decided to build a replica of it here in heaven. And this key will get you into it. No one, only me and the Pope are allowing there, so don't tell anyone else that I do this for you. But you seem pretty cool, too. And I thought you'd like check out. Wow, what an honor. A key card to the Garden of Eden. You thank God for the wonderful gift and promise you won't tell anyone about it. So we're going to leave God's house yep. and go to the Garden of Eden. Temptation, here we come. Mm. Hmm. You go to the Garden of Eden. It's the prettiest jungle you've ever seen. Even prettier than the one in Banjo-Kazooie. But it's still a jungle, <laughs> and jungles are basically just the woods, but with more cobras. It's nothing to do but look at plants, and you immediately get bored. So we can either leave the Garden of Eden, or do a quick once-over to make sure there isn't any cool treasure or anything laying behind. I, I feel like it would look ungrateful if we just left, right? And I think we have to, like, mm -hmm. encounter temptation in order yeah. to reject it. Alright. Mm -hmm. Alright, here we go. As you're looking around the boring garden for treasure, you hear a dumb, loud voice. Hey, you! Over here! So mm -hmm. we go and look, and there's a wet animal talking to you. Hey, guy! You want some see something cool? So we can either say no or yes. Wait, do you so have like yes? A, a drunk British. Something or other. Maybe. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. All no, right. we can either say no or nah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Also, the wet animal is a frog listener. Yeah. Uh, it's a little more forceful. No yeah. is more... Yeah, yeah. I feel like Nah is kind of like, eh, maybe later. Yeah. 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 Nah, don't do no. that cool shit to me, man. So, no or nah? No. Okay. We're saying no to Nah. Okay, well, I no gotta show no you to you anyway. It's like the coolest thing in the whole garden. Alright, so our choice is hurry up then, fucker. Alright, check it out. It's the mouse for God's own personal computer. So our response is dot dot dot. That's the computer 
where God keeps all of his coolest stuff. Stuff like his library, the Excel sheet where he catalogs all of mankind's sins, his stash of next level God porn, the docu that shows you how he catalog how all the different celebrities are gonna die. It even has the blueprints to the universe on it. So I guess we pick O. Then And guess what? I know what the computer is. If you want, I can take you there. Hmm, this is an intriguing proposal. On the one hand, there's literally nothing that sounds more boring to you than looking at a computer. Even if it's a computer that holds the secrets to the universe. On the other hand, you have absolutely zero interest in going to look at a computer. <laughs> so, it seems like the choice here is pretty clear. So, we okay. Oh, sure, why not? Great, just follow me then, he says. My name is Bad Tennis Ball, by the way. God named me that because I was his botched first attempt at creating a tennis ball. All right. So we follow Bad Tennis Ball to God's computer. And so we start following Bad Tennis Ball through the Garden of Eden. He is fast at hopping. Wow, look at him go. Boy, can he ever hop. Look at that. He has his blades of grass just like they're monkey bars. Such a nimble little guy. Almost there, he calls back at you. Halt! Uh-oh. A gross dog of sorts has stopped you in your tracks. Just where you think you're going, the dog asks. None your business, shouts bad tennis ball. You better not be going to look at God's private computer, says the dog, briefly lifting his chain to reveal an engorged pair of veiny, hairless breasts. They're against the others. So why is it against, against the, rules? the rules? Because, the dog says, gliding forward and bringing its face within inches of yours. The computer contains forbidden knowledge that only God may know. And any man who receives his knowledge shall become like God himself. Bullshit, said Bad Tennis Ball. It looks perfectly fine to look at this computer. Every darn animal in this garden has looked at it, including this fucking dog here. In fact, just the other day, yeah. I saw him watching hockey videos on there and he had a huge red boner. Jesus. Gosh. And he's rubbing an ear of corn against the boner. He was clapping, too. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, I do not recall this, says the dog. Hmm, sounds like you have a toy bleh. tough choice to make here. While you're very tempted to follow Brad te bleh, Bad Tennis Ball and go look at God's computer, there's a dog here to tell you what to do. But dogs and tennis balls are both stupid by nature. So if you're being honest with yourself, it's probably not a good idea to trust either of them. So we trust the dog, or do we trust bad tennis ball? I mean, we want to do yeah. the dog, right? Okay. You decide to take the dog's word and not go look at the computer. Bad tennis ball seems real pissed about it and storms off in a huff. But you don't care, because he's an animal, and his feelings don't matter. You made a wise choice, said the dog. That bad tennis ball fellow, he was just the Pope in a frog costume. The Pope was trying to trick you into using God's computer so that God would get angry with you. Jeez. Sheesh. How the hell did I not realize that was the Pope? I don't know. 
You also seem to think I'm a dog of some sorts, but in reality, I'm an abandoned washing machine. I'm not even talking to you right now. You just imagine it in your head. Perhaps you have a brain tumor. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, best of luck on your mission to become God's favorite. While I imagine the fingerprint of your imagination, I will leave you with a lesson that is very real. Be careful who you trust, as you never know when you might encounter a pope in frog's clothing. So, let's thank the washing machine and head back to my condo. You arrive back at your condo to discover that God has left you several more gift baskets full of eggs and paper clips. There's also a note. I am, I'm down with the eggs. As soon as possible. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pro egg. Okay. Hey, buddy. I was in the neighborhood and thought I'd bring you a couple more basket eggs. As I always say, you can never have too many eggs. Ha ha. Also, I heard about how you refused to look at my computer while you were in the Garden of Eden. I just want to let like, you know, I really appreciate Resisting temptation hard, especially when there's a frog pressuring you, and I'm so proud of you standing your ground. you only been here a day or two, but you already one of my favorite people here. You keep up good work, and maybe one day you just this condo, come live in my place. <laughs> uh, your creator, God. Wow, seems like you were really starting to win God over by making him feel funny at King of the Hill Night and resisting temptation in the Garden of Eden. You've already done two of the three things Donner said you had to do to become his favorite. The only thing left on the list now is to make some sort of extraordinary sacrifice for him. But what kind of sacrifice do you want to make? So we can sacrifice your costly digital watch, sacrifice Donner, sacrifice the Phoenix Suns, or sacrifice your own child. I mean, biblically, your own child is the way to biblically, go. Biblically, it's got to be yeah. the own child, right? Yeah. So it really gets God's attention. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here like, yeah, we should, we should sacrifice <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> it would be funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, I think I want to change my email signature to say your there creator. You go. <laughs> oh my god! All right. I like how God answers. I all already this clicked on like your that. child, so I guess that's. Right, I guess so. You decide to sacrifice your own child in order to make God like you more, but you quickly realize there's a slight problem with this plan, and that is you don't actually have a child of your own to sacrifice, so we can either acquire a child or sacrifice something else instead. Ooh. Is this dangerous because God's going to be like, hey, you are passing this off as your child, right. I know it's not yours. Mm -hmm. We thought that last time, but it wasn't the case. So, I mean, okay, so what else could we sacrifice? I feel like the digital watch is pointless. The Phoenix Sun. I clicked on something else, and it's only giving us Donner or the Phoenix Sun. Oh. Oh, no. So you're right that the watch is pointless. Apparently. I guess so. I, I mean, can we even sacrifice Donner? Maybe we should just mm. find a kid. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Jen? Mm. I said we go find a baby. Let's find a baby. All right. So we got a choir child. You head down to Heaven's Daycare Center and find a whole shit ton of children. 
Which one of these little stingers do you want to claim as your own? So we can either take the doofus in the back or the one that's breathing loud. Oh, the one that's breathing loud. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Right. That kid is always a problem, kid. <laughs> yep, that's the one. You take the child and claim him as your own. You decide to name him Greb, as this is the first time that thing that came to mind. Yet, even though you've claimed the boy and he is now officially your property, something <laughs> doesn't quite feel right. You don't feel like he's your child. Maybe you need to spend some more time with him first to develop that special parent-child bond. So let's take the boy fishing. You take grub fishing. He sucks at it, but he seems to be having a nice time with you. So we can ask, are you having a nice time, Greb? And he's like, Greb. After 15 minutes of fishing, you decide that you've developed enough of a bond with him to truly feel like your own child. And you head back to shore. So we sacrifice Greb. Awesome. Go tell God about the big sacrifice you made for him. Oh, God. You excitedly tell God about how you sacrificed your only child, Greb, for him, but he does not seem very pleased. First off, that child's name was not Greb, says God, making very little effort to sound grateful. He named Kyle, and he ruled out a sneaky Ivan, who you met when you came over and watched Queen of Hill. So it's going to be super awkward next time I have to see that guy. Second off, it's extremely fucked up to sacrifice a child, and you a dick for doing it. Seriously, what the hell? You apologize to God and promise him you'll find something better to sacrifice next time, but it doesn't make him uh, any less mad at you. Instead, he gets super pissy and decides to banish you to eternity in Judas Bog. Damn it. Damn it. What happens if we sacrifice Donner? Um. Oh, well. I still have the page open yeah, at that tell point. Me. Uh. Or. If you want, I can read from there. Because I think on these, it's harder I to go I back. I just got to there. Is it, well, it's a shame oh. it had to come to this? Yeah. All right. Well, it's a shame it had to come to this. Donner's in a fantastic host to you here in heaven. And killing him will be a huge bummer. What with all the sad sounds, he'll make as he's dying and everything. <laughs> I'll truly feel like you're making a big sacrifice. Oh, well. How do you want to go about killing the little fucker? So we can either feed him to a powerful biblical beast or alcohol poisoning. Ooh. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm leaning towards biblical beast. Mmm. Can't argue with that. Let's do it. Chomp. Okay, sounds good. The only problem is you don't know where to find a powerful biblical beast, so we gotta go ask Donner. Uh-oh. This could get weird. A little awkward. You ask Donner if he knows where in heaven you might be able to find a powerful biblical beast. Why should I know a place where you can find one? Are they just curious? Why the heck would you want to find a powerful biblical beast? Those things are very scary. Fuck, you weren't expecting any follow-up questions. So we can either say that it's for repaving the patio or for a school project about plants. <laughs> I like repaving the patio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess that makes sense, Donner says, fooled by your brilliant lie. Well, if you're dead set on finding a biblical beast, I suppose I could take you to Mario's Pond, home of the most 
horrible beast in all of Herman. Pixar. Pixar. And a much scary ring to it before the movie company came along, he explains. But give me a few minutes to take out my leisure hearing aids and put it by your activity hearing aids, and then I'll take you down to see him. As Donna scurries off to change his hearing aids, you quickly write on, email to God, requesting that he meet you down by Morris Pond for a special surprise. You want him to be there when you sacrifice Donna, so he knows they can say firsthand just how truly devoted you are to him. Okay, Doki, got my ears ready, announces Donner, returning to the room just moments after he hits send. Let's go! Or, let's go! I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think the loud, shrieking voice is making sense with the hearing aids. For there some reason. Go. No, makes perfect sense. Alright. Here's the train plane again. You and Donner hail the gorilla tram and tell the pilot to take you to Morris Pond. While you're riding, Donner tells you all about Pixar. Boy, is he ever scary, Donner exclaims. Imagine if King Kong and Godzilla and Predator and Freddy Cougar and Jaws and Frankenstein and Hurricane Katrina and Jafar all had a terrifying <laughs> baby together. And they gave the baby lots of steroids so it would be incredibly strong. And they surgically replaced the part of its brain that regulates kindness with Osama Bin Laden's testicles. So that it could only have evil thoughts. And then they taught it to be racist. <laughs> That's what Pixar is like, but ten times worse. Even say that God is scared of Pixar, and he created him. Now, if that doesn't make you shiver, then, uh, in your... After ten brutal minutes of listening to Donner's annoying monster facts, the tram arrives at your destination. Let's take him outside. Donner leads you to Morris Pond, which looks way shittier than all the other stuff you've seen in Heaven so far. Okay, here we are. They say that Pixar lives right here in the trees along the water. And if you want him to come out, all you gotta do is leave a little snack on the shore for him as bait. And call his name three times. What kind of snack do you want to leave out for him? I brought some of Gardetto's, um, whatchamacallit, um, some of Gardetto's and a tin of Altoids. You tell Donner that you won't be ha needing his Gardettos and Altoids, as you've brought a special snack of your own. You explain that you must have dropped it on the walk from the train to the pond, and you tell him to stay put for a second while you run back and retrieve it. Okie dokie, says the poor bastard, blasted. <laughs> um, Okie dokie, says the poor little bastard, happily plopping down on the ground near the water. I'll just wait here and smile at things. You get back. Wow. Wow. You walk until you feel like... For him. I'm starting to feel a little tired, man. True. <laughs> like, it's hard to keep my eyes open. Hopefully you listeners aren't bored and falling asleep. I know. 
Alright, you walk until you feel like you're far enough away to not get eaten. Then you turn around and take a deep breath, trying to muster the cojones to summon the beast. It's just then that you see God arriving off in the distance. Perfect timing. You wave over to him so the two of you might share in the special moments when Donna is Donner is sacrificed. Hey buddy, says God signing so up to you. What's this big surprise you got for me? That has come. It's time for you to sacrifice Donner. That God will proclaim you as his son. Or a son. Favorite. Sorry. Do it. <laughs> Pixar. 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 You shout Pixar names three times and immediately the beast bursts from a bush near the water. Roaring mightily in a voice that is basically identical to Ray Romano's. He charges hungrily towards Donner. Licking his lips and yelling, Num, 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 somebody's done give me a shaven I ape ice. Bleh. Shaven <laughs> ape child for breakfast. While Donner and his sister smiling, oblivious who, to what is unfolding. Oh, dude, what the fuck? God cries out. Why the hell did you summon that guy? Surprise! Woo! Just as Pixar is about to shift his fangs into Donner's soft, dumb head, he hears you and God talking and stops dead in his tracks. He glares fiercely in your direction, then relaxes his face into a sinister grin once he realizes he's in the princess of God. Well, 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 look who's come to visit the ro ugh, rotten old Pixar. He sneers, instantly losing interest in Donner. It's the teeny little god baby, center of all things. The motherfucker who could have fixed me into something pretty like a ballerina dancer or an armadillo, but elected instead to whip up a lousy, eh, a miserable, skunk-ass, good-for-nothing pawn monster who ain't nobody could ever love. That's a lousy trick you pulled, sir. A lousy trick indeed. And I've been feeling salty about it my whole, my whole dad gum life. So I reckon it's due time for old Pixar to treat and, uh, ugh. <laughs> I am like so lost. <laughs> Are you falling asleep as you're reading? I feel like I am. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up Wait, for you. Wait, I didn't. I didn't click anything, and it, like, it's changed into something else. I didn't have this in front of me before. That's weird. What the fuck? Do you know, uh, what does it say? Just as Pixar is about to sink his fangs into Donner's soft, dumb head. Yeah, that's what... Was that what I was reading? Yeah. You're, you were on the last sentence of that second paragraph there. What? What is wrong with me? True story, okay. bro. Wait a minute. My second paragraph doesn't say that. What? No, no, no. My second pa paragraph is, well, 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 who, look who done right. to visit Ronald Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Was I reading that? That's what you were reading when. Yeah. Didn't we get to whole dadgum life? I thought we did. Yeah. Yeah. That That's where yeah. she stopped. Yeah. I, I think my eyes like jumped somewhere else and I was like, where am I? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my God. I'm sitting here like my page doesn't change. No. <laughs> so I reckon it's D 
dear time for old Pixar to teach your holy ass a lesson. That correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I also don't think it's it helps that like the way his speech is written is really yeah like not correct. I'm sure that doesn't help when you're it's tired. It's hard to fixate. Right. Um. Suddenly, Pixar drops down and explodes into a full-on sprint, charging towards God with murderous ferocity. Fangs bared and ready. He is closing ground quickly. Unless you do something right now, he's going to sink his claws into God and shred him to pieces. Fuck! 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 fuck screams God. Do you throw yourself in front of As God, God is to known shield to him from Pixar's attack, or throw a stick at Pixar? Well, if we're trying to sacrifice, <gasps> we sacrifice ourselves. Yeah, That's beautiful. I think so I, think I so. love stick. How dare you imply that my sacrifice <laughs> of stick would be not enough for God? No, I'm kidding. We should totally throw ourselves in front of God. <laughs> Absolutely. You bravely fling your body in front of God just as Pixar leaps it to go in for the kill. His fangs, which were aimed squarely at God's skull, now sink powerfully into your clothed ass and shred apart the gluteal tissue with ease. Fuck, it hurts so much. Pixar continues to savagely rip and claw into your ass. And it seems that in his blind rage, he has yet to realize that he missed his target. This fact is not eluded God, however, and you can see the Almighty scurrying away out of the corner of your eye. Hey, look over here, you little piece of shit! Shouts God <laughs> at the beast devouring your ass. Just as Pixar looks up, God throws his hands forward and blasts him with a titanic bolt of energy that immediately renders him unconscious. As you scramble to crawl to safety, Pixar wriggles and twitches pitifully in the dirt, gasping for air. Wait for it! Why didn't he do that? In the beginning? <laughs> yeah, right. sorry. I don't know. Wait for it, says God, anticipating something. As if on cue, you hear a loud hissing noise, and Pixar's body suddenly starts shrinking and withering down, halving in size every five seconds. Releasing a sour cloud of steam as it shrivels, the once mighty beast carcass continues getting smaller and smaller until eventually it achieves its final form, a cherry. Yes, the monster who just moments ago was feasting on your buttocks has now, much to your relief, been transformed into a harmless red cherry, just like you'd buy at the grocery store. Quick, bring that little fucker over here and bring it, feed it to me, God instructs you, his voice sounding weak. <laughs> I transfer all my power into a little duel when I blast him, and now all my mojo concentrate in that cherry. I got you to get strong again. So we feed God the cherry. You wow. take God into your arms and carefully feed him the cherry. As soon as he swallows it, you feel a surge of energy course through his body, and you sense that his powers are slowly restoring. It just gas, says God, correcting your assumption. <laughs> I had lots of food and shits for a day or two, and then all the power would come back. You try to chuckle, but the intense, intense pain for your shredded ass cheeks causes you to wince with discomfort. It is only now that God seems to realize the extent of your ass injuries. His eyes widen. Damn, buddy, that must have really ate your ass. Like, they're nothing there anymore. You got a little muffler of skin hanging at the top still, but other than that, it fucking void. It looks stupid as hell. Forgive me, Lord, you do not deserve to gaze upon such a terrible ass. Alright. 
No, it's cool. Honestly, I really appreciate it. You sacrificed your ass for me, buddy, and that a big sacrifice to make. So thanks. Guard reaches his arms out for a hug, and the two of you share a warm embrace. Say, how about we go back my place and I give you a tour of my trophy room? How'd that sound? But I thought that was a privilege reserved for your favorite, you say confused. <laughs> exactly, says God. Oh, wow. Wow. Hot damn. God just said that you're his favorite now. This fucking rules. Go back to God's house and check out his trophy room. And all it cost us was our beautiful, beautiful ass. Oh. <laughs> was it worth it? Probably. You go back to God's house and he shows you around his trophy room. And boy, it really is something else. The guy's got so many goddamn trophies, it's incredible. You can't believe it. Seeing all the fucking trophies makes you happier than you've ever been. And now that you're God's favorite, you can go look at them every day. What a life. What a goddamn beautiful life. <laughs> the end. Oh my god, we did it. <laughs> right. Oh. Alright, that was... That was pretty good. It was like... It was like one of those old Italian or Spanish surrealist movies, but it didn't mean anything. <laughs> like, <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly he zaps the monster and it turns into a chair and he has to eat the chair and he farts. And done. Okay. Did that mean anything? <laughs> it did not. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah, this. That was good. This was good. It worked. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Thank you, Clickhole. Thank you, Clickhole, for, for saving the day. That's right. And thank you, Jen, for choosing the hole with which to click. <laughs> um, and for doing all the voices. Yes. Thank you. That is a lot more work than it may appear, listeners. True story. Uh, if you're better at doing right. an Asian voice than I am, please leave a comment yeah, tell us on Facebook <laughs> if you can do a better Asian voice at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. Or if you want to tweet us, maybe a video of you doing an Asian voice. Ooh. Uh, you, you can tweet us at goyourownwaypod. We are also, if anyone follows us on iTunes or that kind of shit, um, we've been down for quite a while. Or like, it got reverted way back. Um, but we're back, so that's how you're listening to this episode. Yeah. Welcome Bye. back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Excellent.